Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of All Things Fine and Gentry. This is the connoisseur, French Thompson here, and I thank you all for your support over the last several uh, episodes here. And um, it's, it's been amazing uh, how many people have shared and uh, have uh, uh, posted and, and the number of downloads that we've gotten. I truly appreciate the the love I've gotten from the community. Uh, as I've stated before, I, I didn't walk into here with any, um, I, I will call it expectations. It was just me sharing uh, my experiences with the world and those that have been a part of it with me. Uh, so I appreciate those that have, um, that have listened and, and the listeners we've gained. So um, we are still, I will call it in our inaugural season. And there's some uh, recurring guests that we will have. And uh, today I am joined by uh, the illustrious Larry Vaughn here. And uh, you all have met him before because he was the person that interviewed me uh, in our two-part series is talking about um, uh, what is all things fine and gentry in my story. Uh, but he will be a recurring guest under the uh, the title of Lyrics and Libations with Larry. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And and it's it's uh, it's fitting because um, you know we, we we have we go back a long way. Uh, and um, when I think about times that uh, he and I talk about all range of topics from parenting, from uh, marriage, from you know thinking back to high school and college days, politics, fashion. Uh, all those things we inevitably talk about probably music and or uh, libations along the way. <laughs> and so as I was putting together the podcast, I said, you know, there is going to be a recurring uh, theme here. Um, and we're going to have other people that will be uh, a part of the podcast uh, uh, community uh, that will be, be coming here. But uh, lyrics and libations with Larry is a staple as a part of it. So, Larry Vaughn, welcome back to the studio. Thanks for having me. All right. All right. So I know everyone's like, what is this about? So essentially what we're going to do um, at some frequency, still haven't worked out what, what frequency it will be, but uh, we're going to kind of dig into uh, either new or uh, I will call it tried and true uh, favorites you know, favorites of, yeah. of, uh, of alcohol that, that we enjoy. Um, and they kind of share our thoughts and, and go through there as well as talk about some music. What's on what's on his mind? As you all know, he is a an accomplished musician, an artist and uh, has has sung all over the world, literally. Um, and uh, he, he has a heart for music and an ear for it as well. And so um, that that's what we'll be doing is is letting you all kind of hear our thoughts on the, on a couple of things. And and we'll go from there. So. Uh, we have, we have two things in the studio today. We're kind of starting off uh, off pretty uh, pretty strong here. <laughs> but before that, I'm sorry. I, 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 one thing that when I do a lot of or read a lot of reviews, be it music, be it food, alcohol, any of those types of things, even fashion, um, I'm always curious about what's the baseline, right? Mm -hmm. So um, a person can say, hey, I like a certain thing or I'm doing a certain thing. But if I don't know what you where we agree on first, it might be difficult for me to, I would call it, trust the uh, the thoughts or the review of a person. And so for the community here, um, I would like to kind of set a baseline understanding of uh, our taste buds, uh, Larry and I's taste buds. Um, and I will admit we will probably be slightly whiskey heavy 
on this, <laughs> but we, well, but we have challenged ourselves. We have we there. We have challenged ourselves to go beyond our uh, comfort zone. Just wait to another podcast. Yes, <laughs> yes. just wait to another episode. Exactly, <laughs> you're gonna find out. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, you know, whiskeys, bourbons, uh, you know that that's what we we favor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, from for those that are listening, a baseline of ones that we believe are tasty and ones that are uh, a staple in our um, in our liquor cabinets, closets, uh, liquor carts, wherever you have. Uh, Gentleman Jack is one that's a baseline. Mm. <clears throat> I would say uh, Basil Hayden's. It definitely has the, to be. The, the regular and the 10-year. And the 10-year. Uh, um, now, uh, you know, I've introduced to you the Uncle Nearest. Uncle Nearest. That's, so that's, that a, is, that's a that staple. That's definitely a staple. Uh, but for me... My staple will always be tried and true Crown Royal. See, see. The purple bag. This is the thing. <laughs> like Canadian whiskeys, they're they're tasty. I just think there's a they're a little sweet, but that that's that's his staple. That's, that's I, my I, staple. He, I, I mean I grew up a Jack man. Yeah, you definitely grew up a Jack man. That's I mean, that's something your father instilled in he you. He did. He did. So you know, gentleman Jack might be a little stretch for dad, but yeah. you know, yeah, no, Jack yeah. is is you all staple. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Jack, gentleman Jack, single barrel Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we we, we do those. Um, bullet, bullet rye is actually yes. my favorite. I I was I was going to leave that in, but I appreciate bullet you. rye because it's, people, you know, you can do the bourbon, my... but you do the rye whiskey. All right, what what else? Woodford. Woodford Reserve. Yeah. Yes. Woodford Reserve is awesome. Yes. Now let's talk about one that we did not like that we've we've had along the way. <laughs> Jefferson. Jefferson's 10, Ocean, the, the 13. The 13. The, the Voyage 13. Oh. The the flavor profile on that one, just a little spicy. Little? Yeah, it was, it was very spicy. <laughs> uh it was a a a, a holiday and, and oh we, we split uh, holidays with our families. Uh we'll go visit them, they'll come visit us. And um, I had a uh, a consultant. I was out in Miami, and um, we were kind of talking about some things, and we we're talking about whiskeys. And he said, "Oh, you have to try this Jefferson's." And I'm like, oh, "Okay." So I finally had the opportunity to, and I mean, it's very nice, right? So this, the Jeffersons, they have these voyages, and they put these um, the oh, the, the barrel casks uh, on ships, ocean going vessels, mm-hmm. and the number associated with this number of times that it theoretically cross the equator. I put in quotations uh, virtually here because, I mean, I don't know if you can really prove that they did it, but you're supposed to get spices and all different flavors and things like that versus just kind of being in a warehouse somewhere. But that one, I mean, we drank it all, but um, it, it was not, yeah. we drank it because we, we had it. We put good money towards it. We put it. some good money towards that one. And it was just like, yeah. Yeah. So so we'll, we'll leave it at that. How now, you, say it, you, you know, with your teeth clenched. <laughs> <laughs> I, you can't drink it with your teeth That's clenched. Kind of hits you right back there. I right? mean, but it, it, what what I want you all to understand is the fact that when we both took a sip at the same time, we looked at each other and was just like, yeah, no, no, it's not going to work. Yeah. And the wives were very interested because, like you said, we put up some coin. They thought on it was it. hilarious. We put some coin on that and they looked at us and was like, you better like this. And we did not. So so all that being said, um, that, that establishes kind of the baseline, at least for for whiskeys, for uh, for for the the listening uh, population here. And so um, it's fitting to start off our first uh, episode of Lyrics and Libations with a whiskey. So what are we sipping today, Larry? Uh, we are sipping the Sexton Single Mark. 
malt, uh, which is a Irish whiskey. Irish whiskey, yes. Like a Jameson. Jameson is an Irish whiskey. Absolutely. Now, there's some difference because you have Irish whiskeys. You can have Scotch whiskey with just a Y, not the EY, and things like that. And so, um, you know, we'll, uh, we're, we're going to dig into this. We do have, um, for, for those asking, um, also, how do you drink your whiskeys? I mean, this is important, right? Because yes. we start, you know, people get, um, the, you know, they get very particular about the way that they drink. So, I will say that typically Larry uh, drinks his neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, like without mine. any ice. Exactly. And I like mine with one large cube of, uh, of ice. Um, I, I don't know. They're probably an inch and a half uh, square um, each way. Um, and But. Uh, That's such an engineer of you. Well, I mean, so you have like, to have some type of. Because you could say you. Because yes, you could do the circle. Because you could do a circle. Yeah. Or we, you could do a steel ball. Yeah. Which. <laughs> I dare. <laughs> I dare you to say no, it. No, 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 no. I will not. This is a a family podcast. But, is it <laughs> talking um, about libations? <laughs> but what w- w- we will in future episodes kind of talk about the value of of having uh, different ways to chill mm-hmm. and whiskey because even some uh, some of the distilleries they they recommend hey if you're going to taste it taste it this way etc mm-hmm. so um so you know I, I like mine with with um with with one rock uh, in there but we've agreed as we do our initial tastings of any of these we're going to do them neat so that we get the full flavor profile and then go from there so uh, we're going to start with uh, the sexton and so we've just opened that up and Larry if you would do the honors uh, and kind of tell me what you think. Number one about the, the the bottle as well as how it pours and the aroma as you 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 open it up and then we'll we'll kind of dig into that as well. Well, the bottle is a little darker than what I would expect, um, what I normally would be attracted to because of the skeleton on the outside. So yeah. kind of stay away from those. But for some reason, we both looked at it and was like, it caught the eye. Yeah, it we caught the eye like, on the okay. Like um, so here we go. We're opening it up and. Cork. So it's a cork, not a cork. Okay. It's, it's not sweet. a screw top. So it's very sweet. It's sweet. Oh, one, one, one uh, show note here or thought for, for you all. Uh, one thing when we do look at uh, whiskeys, we, um, we go to an app called Distiller and um, it gives you a flavor profile it, and it does all, uh, all alcohols. I mean, it'll do your, your whiskeys. It'll do your uh, brandies, um, Vodka, gins, gins I think every, I think yeah, every, everything, yeah, even your liqueurs, yeah. Uh, and so when we looked at it, we um, you said let's let's see what distiller has to say, and we'll go from there. So because right. we don't want to make another mistake, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> when it when the flavor profile shows spicy, trust it. You have to trust it. All right. So first okay. thing I noticed when you opened this up was you you mentioned sweet, but you could smell the aroma. Hmm. Mm. That's. Yeah. Has a nice sweet floral profile. Yeah. Swirling it around in the glass, it um, the tears, uh, you know, has a good, pretty good viscosity. With Very it. floral. Very floral. Mm. I, I kind of smell some of the vanilla. I oh, smell yeah. vanilla, a little yeah. bit of a like a berry. It's not like not, not like a strawberry. Maybe like a um, like a blackberry or a cherry. Well, they didn't. They didn't tune in to hear a sniff, so yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, well, so we'll take a sip here. Okay. Very smooth. I, I can I can wow. see the similarity to a Jameson, but so there's an initial um, spice 
just it's, it's very initial at the tip of the tongue. Wow. But after that, it's it's very full, and it as it it it's it goes, not dry. It's, it's not. It's yeah. That is flavorful. Nice amber color. Wow. I wonder how many years this thing has aged. We didn't look that up. I don't know. This is really good. I I would. Yeah. Wow. This is something that I would. All right. Well, it says um, possibly do. Let me pass that over here. Yeah. I would possibly drink that. And so um, literally on the side of the bottle, it says show up before dawn and you'll catch on the morning breeze, the unmistakable oak from breathing cask once filled with Spanish sherry. There that is. Mm-hmm. There's that that fruit flavor. Mm-hmm. Now brimming with aqua vitae, still a drop, savoring the notes, rich dried fruit and complexity driven by years and a deep oak encased slumber. You see to be the sexton, a spiritual trade and whiskey is his favorite spirit. That's um, got it. Triple distilled product of Ireland. It's a uh, uh, 40% by volume, so 80 proof. And um, distilled in copper pots. And uh, does it say anything else on here? Um, I have. Uh, it it oh. comes with a um, a small, uh, what, do, what do we call this? A, uh, I don't know. I would call it like a, little, uh, I don't know, a brochure. Yeah, a little small brochure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it definitely uh, says uh, on the outside, it lets us know that it's, it gets 89 points from the Whiskey Advocate rating. Um, and it takes a little dig at Jameson. Really? Jameson gets 82 points. Oh. Um, and the Tullamore Dew, the 12 year old special reserve, 80 points. Really? So, <laughs> so it's saying it lets you know. Oh, interesting. Um, so as you open up the little brochure, it says, uh, the Sexton is a small batch Irish single malt, triple distilled, like, uh, French just said, for smoothness and copper parts, uh, steels and aged in perfection in the European oak seasoned cherry cask mm-hmm. uh, crafted by one of a few female master blenders oh interesting alex thomas the sexton is a balanced and approachable whiskey tasting notes nose honeyed mm. malt okay nut marzipan okay uh, all spice and fruits yeah mm-hmm. i get that pilot uh at first Mellow honey malt and then rich dried spices, nuts, and sweet oils. Okay. You know, now that they say it, they see, yeah, that's what they do. Well, it, I'm it, glad it, that it, we didn't read it first, right? Because well, we kind of messed up when we read the distiller. Yeah, well, it gave, it gave us a flavor profile, but this one's saying, you know, the honey and all of that. Yeah. But I, I can taste the honey a little bit in there. Yeah, I, I can. I can. All right. So, so and then, the, 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 then, uh, hold on, let me finish. Yep. Uh, and then it says the finish, mm-hmm. pleasant, gentle wood. Wow. With honey sweetness fading slowly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. No, it, it is. It is mellow. It is. Um, it's very gen- like su- surprisingly. It's it is gentle. Yeah. And, it, and it's that's. You know, and, and quite honestly, it's a single malt, which which is so crazy that it is actually as gentle for a single malt. Right, right. There's some single malts that kind of, you know, hit you very 
yeah. a, a nice punch yeah. to it, which is fine, right? I mean, especially when you think about like Scotch whiskeys, mm-hmm. like being single malt is it is um is highly coveted depending mm-hmm. on your your taste, right? Um, you could do a, a you know a gin livid or something like that, but um you know I, I from my for my my scotches I've kind of been a um a Johnny Walker mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Um, 29th birthday, the wife bought me the uh, the blue label. That is probably the best gift, and to this day, I'm still jealous. Yeah, it was it was, it was it was delicious. I remember because you were guys were in Chicago. It was it was delicious, yeah. but so, but from a I from a Scotch perspective, how you drink that? Had put it in well, a when you drank it. I never we never had to discuss. We did not. We might have to go and get ourselves a bottle of blue label and 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 do it over. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did. Um, I she bought me also a decanter, crystal decanter to go with it. Yeah, and that was the only thing that was able to grace a decanter. So, uh, nothing do you still have it. I do have the decanter, mm-hmm. but nothing has gone in it since. And so, um, I, the, I recently received one for my birthday. Yes, you did. So I feel like every connoisseur should have one should actually have one oh, goodness I mean, there, there's so much that we need to walk into into this podcast yeah but we, and then we you don't we, put anything yes but all right so we're halfway in and we've already talked about the libation okay um and, and just as a side note here like i said we we're, we have a double piece here uh we also we're in the store um and we pass by stella Trois, and they had a a summer blend a solstice lager um, yeah, which we said, hey, let's just taste that. As because during the summer you want something light, and typically we would go towards a line and Kugel, mm-hmm. uh, Barry Weiss, or something like that. I've, I'm actually an unfiltered wheat guy, so a Blue Moon or Hefeweizens. Mm-hmm. Um, but we dig into that into beers later. Um, but we picked up the Stella Trois, and I mean, what, what did you think about it? I actually thought it was very light, refreshing. Um, it almost gives you Corona. You know, it almost gives you like a Corona, but it's... I, I can see that. Now that you mentioned it, you know, put a little lime with it and yeah. sit out at the beach. But I mean, it's, it's 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 very tasteful. It's still very full. It it's, is, not, it, it's not... It's, it's not like a light beer. Yeah. Yeah. It's, where it's, where it's, it's like it's, a Bud Light, where it's just kind of like an empty. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, you still get the fullness. You still get to enjoy it. Uh, but also afterwards, you don't feel full. Right. Right. You're not bloated by too much carbonation or something. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm... I know folks are like, okay, what else you got here? Well, we're going to continue to drink this, but we said this is lyrics and libations. So as we established the baseline for, for our libations uh, and kind of kicked it off, we, we, you know, felt that, Hey, we had to um, also get in here and talk a lot about the, um, the lyrics. So what, what would we have on the playlist as we establish a baseline here? Uh, first, uh, let's go with the Old Faithful. All um, right. All right. Let's go with Bilal. Come on. Do you remember when that Bilal so album came out? Oh. High school? <laughs> and it was around the same time that D'Angelo Voodoo came out. Yes. So that, was a, that was a good, like this Neo soul. It was a very good. Erica Badu, all of them come All of there. them started to, you know, come out and uh, the Roots... Jill yeah. Scott, all of them. It was like it's just one of those things where was, that was a very good time. That was Neo a good time. Soul, that whole Philly, yeah, connection, common, mm-hmm. most deaf, and all of them. And so, what's very interesting about Bilal is his range, right? His vocal range, mm-hmm. right? Because he he can go. I mean, his falsetto mm-hmm. is off the chain, yeah, but he can also get you know deep into the bare tones, and even in, depending on the track you're listening to. He gets into a little bass there. But, but you know who his, his major influence is? Who? Prince. Didn't know that. Yeah. 
See? I mean, if you, if you listen to it, I mean, it makes sense now that I, you say it. I mean, falsetta. Yeah. I mean, a masculine falsetta. Right. And if, in, in full voice. Absolutely. Right. You. It's one of those things where you have to practice that. So he's practiced many of days yeah. singing Purple Rain. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's real. You know, um, you know, so you can tell his influence because he he uses the whole range. Yeah. Instead of, you know, staying up there. Um and, and it's very masculine. It's very soulful. It's very. I don't know if people today appreciate music like this, right? I mean, who who who's singing like this these days? I mean, you, right now you have like the weekend, who's who's singing like that? I mean, okay, I'll, I'll give you the weekend. Uh, PJ, I mean PJ Morton. Absolutely, PJ yeah. Morton. I just um, want to just drop. You know, he is a Morehouse grad. Oh, is he? He is. He finished. <laughs> He did. He finish? I don't know. Yes, I'm asking. Yes, I mean that whole, what y'all call it, the triangle or whatever it is, the the AUC, the whatever the quad, that is, all of that. that it, I mean, it's that's tough. that's dangerous. It, I it, went down there <laughs> visit. Was it wasn't during homecoming, mm-hmm. right? It was just a, a random time, which is always popping at a random time. Uh, yeah, and uh, I mean, I don't know how you graduated. Hey, I don't know how anybody graduated. It's just right? being focused. But I mean based off of what you talked about excellence you have to hey i mean the, the main expectation the expectation is there but there are enough distractions there that allow for you to know many that you can fallen. excel <laughs> <laughs> if you can many make it fall. through those temptations you can make it anywhere you can make it anywhere <laughs> <laughs> all right so so soul sister is right i mean it's, it's the one, one is the radio time. hits, it's people mine. people feel it. The bass line on here. It's just one that you just thump, roll with it. And you know who produced it, right? No. Rafael Sadiq. Really? So that's why you get that fun <sighs> bass line. See, you see that this is what I'm telling you, folks. You will learn something new anytime you have lyrics and libations with Larry. Yeah. But Rafael Sadiq. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Listen to it. And that's boom, we boom, might have boom. the we might have to pull the the Rafael Sadiq out next time. Yeah, and you remember uh, uh, what was the group that they had with him, Dawn, and um, I can't hear it. Uh, Tony, Tony, Tony. No, 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 no. That's um, that's I mean, that's the group that he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, uh, but you're talking about the group Post. No, it'll come to me. Oh, don't worry about it. These are things we should have prepared for. I mean, I'm prepared because normally I'm able to like rile it right off. Yeah. Um, but Dawn, Dawn was in it. Uh, it's going to come to me. That's all right. All right. Give, give us another. Give us another track here. Uh, let's go. Uh, While he's doing that, I will take my obligatory sip <laughs> and then refill my glass. All right. You ready for this one? Mm-hmm. All right. I found out about this guy um, watching uh, colors, uh, a color um, on YouTube. Really? Yeah. And uh, this is uh, Elijah Waters. Okay. Charcoal uh, oh. Centerfold. Nice. Yeah. He's like a um, like a little baritone there. That's not baritone. What do you mean it's not baritone? It's not baritone. Baritone is a little bit lower than that. Yeah. You call him a tenor two? No, I mean, you would just say tenor. Tenor two, you would really consider like a, you know. All right. Well, John, so Le- John Legend would be more of like a baritone. Okay. 
What about PJ? Yeah, he's a tenor. A tenor? Yeah. I mean, you keep talking PJ. We're gonna have to pull. Oh, we we will pull some later. But this, but this him right here. Isn't a nice little. So so one of the things that I've been really big on, uh, ideally lately, is uh, is the ability to have stuff that um, like can play in the background, mm-hmm. stuff that can you know you can enjoy and uh, like if you're having a dinner party or something like that, you can you can actually leverage and go from there. So um, we're gonna take a quick break here, and then we're gonna come right back and continue on to our next track. So give us a moment. All right, and we're back. Just to be honest with you all, because I mean, <laughs> it's not like we have a sponsor or anything like that. We had a little technical difficulty with some headphones, but we got that fixed. Yeah, we got that fixed. All right, what do you, what do you got for us next on the playlist? Okay, so I have uh, one that I've been playing uh, lately. It okay, was just uh, released, I think, in July. Okay, so in July, June, July. All right, uh, my friend, I went to um, Morgan State University. Oh yes, um, and. Uh, amazing people mm-hmm. some of the, the greatest people you know came out of morgan state university in the choir mm-hmm. um and it's this guy named we call him thomas allen but his name is uh we he's called his album is g thomas allen okay and so he came out with this single and i kind of this is the first time you've heard this single. okay and i promise you that you it's it's jazz so all right I here we go you won't we'll be, pull, bring it up here promise you, you won't be disappointed Okay, I like the piano up front. Is he on like iTunes and all that? Yeah. Okay. G. Thomas Allen. Yeah. Oh, oh, pump that up. Yeah, so this is a jazz album, but he is one of the uh, greatest vocalists. I've ever encountered in my really? entire life. Yeah. He's a, he would be considered a counter tenor. Okay. So he really stays high. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A little single patient there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Come on. Such a come on. I, I would roll down the windows. Yeah. And you know, just, you know what this feel like? It's like a summertime riding down Sutherland Parkway, <laughs> heading into the city. <laughs> or like down two ninety five. Yeah. Windows open. Yeah. Roof open. For yeah. for those that don't know, that's that that's going into going into DC. Yeah. Riding into the city yeah. when you're about to have a good yeah. little time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We were having a good time when we were not supposed to be having That's a good time. That's very true. I really hope my parents aren't listening. <laughs> <laughs> you know, All right, give, give us another track. Give us Ooh, another track. Yeah. Okay, so here is one of my uh, all-time favorite Bilal songs. Um, just because I have I a heard, favorite Bilal, but um, this, this is you sharing with us your thoughts. I heard you... Um, um, you know, we, we talk about you know, kind of falsetto. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bilal has done so many different compilations and okay. featured on so many different um, albums. Right. Like we said Roots, Common. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's with uh, um, 
drawing a blank. It's late at night here. It is. Actually, I'm still on <laughs> Eastern Standard Time. But for those that don't know, uh, the Vaughns came to visit us and spend some time uh, together. And uh, we're we're in California, and they're they live in the D.C. metro area. And so um, call it the D.M.V. now. The D.M.V. And um, how crazy is that? We uh, oh, uh, we're recording a little late here. Uh, which is actually, it means a good time because the kids are are down and all of that. But um, that three-hour time difference starts catching up with you when, when the sun goes down. All right, all right, come on. Come on here we go. So uh, this is uh, my uh, probably my all-time favorite song. Okay. Uh, it's called Fade Away, uh, Love Park featuring Bilal. I know you've never heard of it. It was okay. released in 2004. All right. But um, here we go. You ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. This right here is a for the gentlemen that aren't married that are listening to the podcast. <laughs> no, you can still do it. No, you I'm just saying that this is a good song to, you know, have in the car as you are driving your lady to a nice steakhouse or something like this. For the gentlemen that are married, um, get some roses, draw a bath, tell Alexa or whatever. Play Siri. Siri. Play what? What's the name of the what's the name of the track for us to remember again? Fade away. Fade Away, Love Park, featuring Bilal. Yeah. Nice. Nice little jazz, little. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got to wait till it gets to the end, because when it gets to the end, that's when he starts to do his, like, his Bilal thing. His Bilal-esque thing. Yeah, where you, like, this is is Prince, when Prince would just go on all off on his own tangent, but he adds more of a jazz uh, the difference between him and Prince, he's he's a lot more jazzy. Yeah, yeah. Prince is more um, pop funk. Um, yeah. I mean, we talked about pop. Yeah, well, <laughs> that pop. <laughs> not not trolls hate pop, trolls but <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I just thought I'd let you know that I am really enjoying this sextant. Hey, it is, it it actually, is delicious. I'm actually going to have to find it when I get home. Because there's no way I can take it on a flight. But No, you, know. you, you can't. Well, I mean, you check it. You'd have to wrap it up very good, though. I've checked liquor before. Yeah. Actually, I had a single barrel. I was in Miami uh, with the in-laws. And we barely cracked a single barrel jack. I was like, no, this is going home. Wrapped it up pretty good. Got yeah. Home. Oh, did he hear that? Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. That the, um, I actually, I can't believe I'm getting ready with this. No, 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 no. So I ended up, I ended up bringing some absinthe home. Really? And this was the, this was, uh, we were in college. So we're talking about, um, probably like 2003, 2004, okay. uh, in, um, Prague. Yes. Traveling in Prague. Again, you and know, has has traveled the world. I've told people. Yeah. So I did some slick stuff in order to get it back. <laughs> this is when you could fly right. with liquids. Yeah. Um, I bought a whole bottle of 
mouthwash. <laughs> <laughs> We're traveling abroad, okay? I mean, you have to do what you have to do. And I dumped all of the mouthwash out. Of course. And I filled the entire thing with absinthe. absinthe. And this is when absinthe was not legal in the states. This so, is true, but there's a statute of limitations, so you're okay, you're covered. Yeah, but I mean, there, I mean, it's when, when you when you I travel, mean, long oh yeah, yeah, but when you travel abroad, there are so many things that you just don't have access to here mm-hmm. domestically. Yeah, and so I mean, that was definitely one of those. And yeah. so it was passed here in like 2007, where we could start um, taking uh, Jack Rose is a uh, the whiskey. Uh, bar that's in um that's in dc okay and adams morgan all right uh kind of does some things with uh so many great evenings in adams morgan yeah now what we might do actually this is very interesting um as we go along here i might ask folks uh hey where's your your favorite bar you know one thing that i've always wanted when i was um when i was young and say hey when i get old enough I wanted to have my own cheers. I was getting ready. Yeah. Right. Just a place yeah, that you can just go. Yeah. And it would really just like a neighborhood bar that I could go to, sit down, have a drink. And when I moved to Kansas City, I did have something along those lines that I was able just to, uh, you know, go and, and sit down and enjoy, but never really, you know, with a great selection that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, here, which we went to go see uh, this uh, prohibition. Mm hmm. Um, whiskey lounge and restaurant that we, uh, we visited the other day. Um, I think that might be a good, good opportunity. But it's—I mean—it's like what twenty minutes away from you. Yeah, it's not your neighborhood. It's not neighborhood. I mean, just yeah. You, you're and not that's, that, and that's so. the problem. It's—it's it's not neighborhood. But I mean, do I have a neighborhood? That again, a neighborhood bar that isn't a um, isn't a chain restaurant or something like that. That's that's tough. I mean, hard. unless you live in a very in a very urban environment like in New York mm-hmm. or downtown LA, mm-hmm. North Side, Chicago, West Side, Chicago, DC, yeah. you know, even Virginia, Northwest, or yeah, like uh, Alexandria, Arlington yeah. area, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to have that neighborhood bar. I hear you, Bilal. Mm-hmm. So I hear this you. is where I was saying he he goes off, and this is where you can tell he's into some kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, I would like to say thank you all for listening to the inaugural episode of Lyrics and Libations with Larry. Thank you all for tuning in to All Things Fine and Gentry. Look, there's going to be so much more coming. Hope you all enjoy this episode of us just kind of drinking and talking and and, uh, literally uh, that you literally sat down at a lounge in a bar with us and just kind of had a conversation. So uh, more to come. Larry, again, as always, thank you for joining us today. Absolutely. Um, hopefully, you know, people are uh, will enjoy what they've learned here and, you know, pick up a bottle of Sexton or Estella Trois and definitely listen to uh, some of the tracks we had on here. So uh, for those uh, that, that have not yet subscribed, please click subscribe on whatever podcast platform that you are listening on and uh, and follow, follow us uh, first. Larry, how can they follow you? Uh, they can follow me at Larry D Vaughn two. That's the number two um, on all platforms. All right. And uh, as you all know, at all things, fine and gentry, you can find me that's on Facebook and on uh, Instagram. Thanks again. We will see you all next time.